Nelson Mandela fought hard for equal rights for all. Honor him by respecting the rights of others on Mandela Day and beyond. SAFM, the power to make a difference, is in all of us. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some football now and playing at the highest level on the continent, dominating and winning trophies was very key in Subasito Vilakazi's decision to join Mamelodi Sundowns from Bidvest Vitz this weekend. Vilakazi was unveiled at Sundowns headquarters in Tuercorp today following his arrival that saw two players, Cuthbert Malajila and Mokokulodi Ngele, loaned to Bidvest Vitz, plus a transfer fee believed to be in the region of about 5 million rand. Speaking after his first training session with his new teammates this morning, the Bafana Bafana International says Sundown's good run in the African Champions League made things very easy for his decision. It feels good. Very, very happy to be here. It's a, it's a relief. Since you, it's been said that it's very, it was a very, very long to be to be advanced. But then uh, the most important thing is the coach said, finally it, it has happened. And um, I'm more than happy to be here. It feels good to be here. It feels good to be at, uh, with, uh, with the players, some of the players that I know. So it feels very good. It's very well, well, it's very warm. Some of the players, uh, I've known them from the national team. And then uh, obviously with the coach yeah, I'm sure we're going to work uh, very well with uh, a lot of smiles. But uh, for me to be here, obviously, I'm here to, I'm here to win games, as I've said. I'm here to win titles. But uh, with that, obviously, it has to come with a lot of hard work. And obviously, working with my teammates. And uh, enjoying the game as well. Uh, Vila, as someone who plays in the national team, how important was it to come to a team that... Not only doing well here at home, but also on the continent in the National League. One thing I've, I've seen, and I was uh, impressed with the team competing in the CAF, and they've done very well. They've done amazingly uh, throughout the stages. I guess they've been, they've been uh, I can say we've been given a chance. So we see ourselves doing very well. Find ourselves in a good situation of making the semi final. So it was uh, very impressing for me. It shows that we, we want to be there, we want to be dominant all over the country. You know, so for me to be here, it's where I want to be. I want to be part of that. You know, I want to be part of the winning team. That's why I brought myself. That's why I was brought in here to compete, to add something to the team. A team that has quality players, obviously, a good coach, and he has assembled a very good team over the years. So I find myself here. I find myself in a good position of adding something to a great team. Both Mohomi and Do Nisimento have been registered for Champions League and are available for selection for Group E's penultimate game against Egyptian giant Zamalek at the Lucas Moripe Stadium on Wednesday evening. But Villakazi is not available for this competition as he's cup-tied, having featured for Vitz in the CAF Confederation Cup earlier this year. Villakazi has been chased by three clubs for the past three seasons, especially after the coaches voted him as PSL Footballer of the Season in 2013-2014. There's no doubt that this move also takes him to the top bracket in terms of the biggest earners in the league and he says this is a very good move for his family too. It's a championship team. Um, that's where you want to be. Um, the, level, uh, the level of pressure as well. I mean, it improves your game as well. You're out of your, you're out of your comfort zone. And uh, that's part of it. I think the part of the game you want to be in titles. You want to make history. And then you stand down to stand a, a great chance of doing that. You know, so for me it was a uh, very attractive, and uh, obviously I have to look after my family as well, you know, that's, uh, that's true, I have to look after my family, I have to look after myself, that's the most important thing, and then having these great players, you know, I, I wouldn't say it makes football easy, but it, it makes it exciting. 
Filikazi was unveiled alongside Lucky Mohomi, who arrived on a 6 million rand transfer fee from Free State Stars and Brazilian defender Ricardo Dotsimento, who couldn't join the press conference as he was busy sorting out his paperwork. Head coach of the league champions Pizzo Mosemani showed huge relief, especially with Filikazi next to him. It's good to have them in front of you, so that, uh, especially on Villa, he says he must uh, finish, now he's here. Uh, it's been long, it's been more than a year. Uh, we have worked on this uh, uh, transfer, and I'm being serious, it's more than a year. But, uh, you know, they're saying good things can last, you know. So, uh, it was worth it, it was worth the uh, wait, to wait, but um, finally he's here. You will ask him how he how he feels, but I can't talk on his behalf, but uh, lucky you've seen him before, but it's always good to have him also here with Buddha. As uh, Tulan has put it, we, the plan was to have uh, Ricardo also here, but uh, sorry for that, we had to make a decision because his um, police clearance number came from, from Brazil, so they needed for the work permit, so he had to rush, and they're closing at 12. So that's important because we're trying to, to, to get him on the bench um, for the Wednesday game because I think you know that Wayne Arons is suspended. He got a second yellow. So we're trying our best to do that. That's why he's not here. Villacazzi's quality in the final third and turning the game for his team is well known in the local game. His record at the national team and in big matches needs no interaction. And Mosimani says this is why they've persisted on this move. Uh, it's because the player has quality. The player is a sundowns player. When I'm saying he's a sundowns player, I'm not only talking about the technical abilities. It's also tactical because um, he, he, he manages to play in different positions. At, uh, at first, I've seen him playing as a 9, even for Bafan as a 9. I've seen him play as a 10. I've seen him play on a 3-man midfield. And I've seen him play on the right and also on the left. So, so it's a multiple player. So we, we need those kind of players. Because if, if you play one position, it becomes a problem. Because you want a player who will play... Sorry. We need to... to they, they move. In, in my team, you have to move. You can't be saying I'm number nine, number nine. You have to move. So he fits in, in, in that. And also the, the, the mental side. Uh, he's a Bafana player. If you see him playing in Cameroon, in Nigeria, and making it for the national team at that level. So he's got the right mind. He's, got men, he's mentally strong to, 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 to play continental football. So hence we brought him here. And the guy scores goals. You know, so he's a good player. After Villacazi won Footballer of the Season two years ago, Vitz made it known that they were only interested in selling him to overseas teams. The 26-year-old even went to Denmark for trials with Bromby, but he says it wasn't worth it. It comes as, 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 a, as a situation, I'd say, because at that time, obviously, I'm expecting things to happen, happen in the sense of going as well. You know, but then sometimes it has to make sense. And everything that you do it has to make sense in terms of finance, in terms of everything, you know, in terms of a team. You know, this in terms of my team having the right offer from, um, from teams overseas, which I think they've tried, and then they've tried, and then for them it never made sense at that stage. But then to me it was very disappointing, I was having a great full season, and then finding myself 
adverts. So it was a, a different situation, but then at the end of the day, you have to pick up yourself. I mean, it's gone. You look, uh, you look forward to what, you, what can you do out of uh, the coming season. So you can only work with what you have, what's in front of you. You can make the most out of it. Vilakazi's situation at Vitz had become so difficult that it's understood that in this transfer he came very close to submitting a transfer request. After extending his contract with Vitz at the beginning of last year, it became very difficult to leave the team. Look, I think with those situations, they give injuries came, so moves, injuries and everything like that. Obviously, at a certain point I was injured, so I had to concentrate on me getting myself back in the game, regardless of the, 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 the issues concerning me to move. So it was important to me to get myself in it. Good body, good body position, focus on that, and then when given time to play, I play, and then make the most of it. And then if it happens that the, the rumors are there, the rumors are there, I'm here to play football. Anything that happens there, I'm not in control of. I can only be in control of once it's the uh, end of the season. Has Santos been a team that you've always wanted to come to? I'm already in the bench. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. <laughs> SAFM Sports Rap. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. It was a busy sporting weekend this weekend. And while all eyes were on the Super Rugby fields on Saturday, I can tell you that a young South African was making waves. Seaport Monse uh, won himself his maiden international junior tennis title in Johannesburg. The full seed beat fellow South African Baptist career 752661. Three-setter took him just over two hours. And uh, it was a fantastic uh, match of tennis by all accounts. He joins us now. Super welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap. Congratulations on your win this weekend. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, hello to you and hello to the listeners as well. Seaport, it must be pretty satisfying. I know you, you put in hours and hours of hard work on the court, but uh, this win, would you say it's the, the biggest of your tennis career so far? Uh, yes, uh, it's definitely the biggest one of my tennis career. And I'm really pleased because it's come at the right time, and I've worked, worked really, really hard to get this far so far. Let's talk about your, your love of the game and, and where it all started for you. Tennis uh, on your radar, when, when did it all begin? Um, for me, tennis started uh, when I was still in East London, because that's originally where I'm from, um, at the age of nine. That, I started tennis at school as far as what you still want to achieve with the game, I mean, you look at the international superstars and, and they all started, as you say, at nine and, and they played right throughout their teens. This victory on, on the weekend, is it a stepping stone to take you even further now? What's the, the next step for you? Uh, yes, it's definitely a stepping stone um, because I'm getting closer to the goal I want to reach of, you know, getting top 100 in the world and hopefully playing some of the junior grand slams. And uh, the next step for me is, you know, uh, I've just me and my little brother have just been accepted into IMG Academy in America in Florida to go train the full time, and we are busy uh, trying to create funds that we can, you know, travel, um, move to that academy and stay in the states. That's incredible. Tell us a little bit about that that academy. Who who runs it, uh, and who gets to go? Um, well, the IMG Academy is in Florida, in the United States, and it's uh, run by. One of the best coaches in the world, uh, Nick Bonateri. And some of the players that have been there before is uh, Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, uh, the Williams sisters. You know, uh, there's some big names that have been to that academy. There's a bit of a South African connection there too. Is that not the academy that the two young Kruger sisters are, are based at as well? Uh, yes, that's also where they are based at at the moment, that's true. There we go. Fantastic. That is that is great news as well. From a timeline perspective, I know obviously funding is 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 crucial, but how soon are you hoping to get there? Um, well, you know, 
schooling starts uh, in late August in America, so um, we are hoping to get funding very soon, you know, because it's uh, really expensive, you know, also with our currency and all that. So we'd just like to ask anyone who would like to help us and partner with us in raising funds uh, to help us as soon as possible so that we can realize our dream of, you know, getting to that academy. See what you said, it's you and your, your brother, he's, I'm taking it, he's a pretty decent player too? Yes, he is. Um, he's currently in Germany at the moment. Younger than you or older? No, he's young. He's 13 years old. Oh, fantastic. Who's better between the two of you? Definitely me. <laughs> I love it. Steve, well, congratulations. If people want to find out more about you and, and possibly want to help you sort of make those dreams come true, how they can get how can they get hold of you guys? Um, well, they can find me on Instagram at Seeds uh, underscore Monty. And I'm also on Facebook, Sipos uh, Monty. And um, uh, they can also give me my parents' email at uh, montyfam at gmail.com, and yeah. Simple as that. Well, Sipo, congratulations uh, once again on that victory this weekend. Superb win. And I, I really do hope that uh, you guys uh, come right for those finances to get you to the States because that is one brilliant, uh, brilliant academy. And as you say, big names, uh, the who's who in world yeah. tennis have got to play under under uh, under and, and through that academy. So uh, congratulations. And uh, yeah, we look forward to, to hearing that name again. Thank you very much. Thank you. The unbelievable Specsavers winter promotion is now on. For a limited period only, you can get a free frame up to the value of 1,500 rand. Yes, that's right. A free frame at Specsavers. Or get up to 1,500 rand off your lens enhancements. You get to choose. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. Offer available for a limited time only. T's and C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. SAFM celebrates 80 years of keeping you in the know. And as part of our history, we go back to some of the first recorded programs and voices. Man has been on the moon. American astronauts Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin ended their 22-hour stay on the lunar surface. Ten seconds till ignition. The first words spoken by Neil Armstrong as he became the first man in history to step on the moon's surface were that one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Among the thousands of congratulatory messages streaming into Washington and Houston is one from the state president of South Africa, Mr. Fushir. In South Africa, thousands of people spent most of the night in front of their radios. This is the English service of Radio South Africa. SAFM celebrates 80 years of conversation. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is South Africa's news and information leader. And uh, towards the end of last week, uh, there was a press conference held uh, around the Old Mutual Soweto Marathon. That's coming up on the 6th of November 2016. That's the end of July. We're talking about it already, but it does take some time to prepare for a marathon. And I am super excited that it is back on the calendar. We missed a year a couple of years ago, but it was back last year. And I think we can expect bigger and better things in 2016. We join now by the executive chairperson of the Soweto Marathon Trust, Selo Kuno. Selo, welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, the people's race, planning and preparation well underway. Well, thank you, Bref. And uh, uh, I also appreciate an opportunity to be given by SAFM. 
So uh, it is all stops go for the Soweto Marathon, the old mutual Soweto Marathon 2016. And preparations are well underway. So what is happening this year is that uh, the old mutual Soweto Marathon will be starting and finishing at the FNB Stadium in Soweto. And the uh, athletes will be competing under the 42, 21, and 10 kilometers. So as usual... I would like to advise uh, the athletes to really register early because last year, you know, we had about 5,000 uh, runners who were unable to register because of the closing date. So please, register early because uh, the 42,2 will be starting at 6 o'clock, the 21,1 at 6.30, and the 10-kilometer race will be starting at 7. And uh, all the routes, 42, 21, and 10 kilometers will be running, getting into Soweto. But the most interesting route is the 42,2 route, which will be going uh, through the heritage sites. And it also runs through the historic route where the students of 1976, you know, walked for the freedom that we all enjoy today. Yeah, that's right. It goes past the Hector Peterson Memorial, Vilakazi Street, uh, the Morris Isaacson High School, uh, Regina Mundi Church as well. So, so all the major landmarks in Soweto are covered. Celo, last year there were one or two challenges uh, with regards to organization. Just the start, uh, particularly, there were, there were one or two issues. Are you comfortable that you've, you've been able to look back at what those challenges were and they will be rectified in 2016? Yes. Uh, obviously, after every race, we have a feedback meeting whereby we sit back and, uh, you know, look at the challenges. And uh, this time around, I think uh, we have got it right because we've got some seeding. Uh, so we, will, we are confident that uh, all of those challenges are, are behind us now. So I love the fact that it's not just the marathon, that it's not just the 42, but there's a half marathon, a 21, and the, the 10K as well. You're really trying to turn it into a whole festival of running in Soweto that weekend. Yes, it, it is indeed uh, the festival of running because uh, we are actually accommodating everybody. You know, the, the, the professional runners. Uh, by the way, there will be also a, a championship, a CGA championship of the marathon, whereby serious athletes who, who would like to qualify for international competitions can come and uh, uh, for their time trials. So on the 10 kilometer, we're also having a number of uh, nurses, you know, policemen and all of those who are working, you know, will be walking and running for help. So it is an, uh, uh, the whole family's affair. And by the way, in Soweto, uh, people are ready with their hose pipes, the salt and the glucose powders, you know, to support the runners. So that is why it is called uh, the People's Race. It is one of the most incredible runs uh, you can ever do. If you've uh, never run the Soweto Marathon, I would really suggest entering the Old Mutual Soweto Marathon for 2016. The website to get to is SowetoMarathon.com. You can enter, and if a marathon's a step too far, 
possibly look at the 21 or the 10, but definitely get out there. It's an experience second to none. The hospitality in Soweto is incredible, and uh, every year the organization is just getting better and better and better. Selo, just finally, your goal as uh, the Soweto Marathon Trust, you obviously want to put the Soweto Marathon on the global map uh, alongside the likes of uh, the New York Marathon and the London Marathon to have a truly African marathon with the history that uh, this marathon comes with and, and the, the, the sort of areas that you run in. There's no reason why this can't be up there with the best marathon majors in the world. Uh, indeed, there is no reason because... Uh you know, that is why we went to FNB. Our target for this year would like to have 25,000 runners. And uh, we have increased the first price to 220,000 rents. So I, I am requesting all the, 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 the runners, our local runners, for them to keep the money at home this time around. So uh, Claude have promised that uh, he will be taking the pass, you know, the full pass home. <laughs> Because if it was me, I would go to pension with this money. <laughs> well, Silla, you'll be pleased to know that my ability doesn't allow me to run that fast. Uh, so your money's safe. I definitely won't be winning it. I can tell you that much. Silla, <laughs> thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM. Much appreciated. All the best in the, the final run-in. Uh, that website, once again, SowetoMarathon.com. If you'd like to get your entry and find out more information about the 2016 Old Mutual Soweto Marathon. Silla, uh, much appreciated. We look forward to catching up again soon. It's a pleasure. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some rugby now here on SAFM. And it was a bleak weekend for South African Super Rugby teams, except for the Lions. Springbok and Stormers veteran Flank Skulk Burgers called for a change in the current Super Rugby format, saying that it must be a return to the old round-robin system, where every team gets an opportunity to play against each other in the competition. Burgers says the only way to catch up to New Zealand rugby is by playing them consistently, and the current conference system has denied them that this year, which was evident in their 60-21 defeat at the hands of the Chiefs in their Super Rugby quarter-final encounter played at Newlands on Saturday. The times have changed a lot, you know. Um, but yeah, I think what will be, be nice is, you know, just, you know, if we can have the round-robin system back in, you know. We want to see the all-black sides playing here. We as players want to play against everyone. So maybe get rid of the conference system, even if you miss out on one or two all-black Kiwi sides or you know, side based in Argentina or Japan every second year or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, conference this year, this year was a bit complex to, to follow, I guess, as a player as well. So... The key is to keep it simple, and you know, we as players, you know, we want life experiences. When you want to go down to crushes, play the Crusaders nine o'clock at night when it's freezing, um, it's a great challenge for us as players, and I think it, it keeps you up to speed with what the rest of the blokes are doing. You know, so uh, next year we've got a draw with the, with the Kiwis, but then you're missing out against the Aussies again, and uh, you know, in sport things change very, very quickly. You know, they the clear leaders at the moment, but next year might not be the case. Berger believes that South African rugby needs to reflect on how they'll close the gap between themselves and New Zealand with the Sharks also taking a 41-0 hammering against the Hurricanes in their quarterfinal in Wellington on Saturday. Berger says they will obviously need to change the culture and playing style, especially for his Stormers teammates. And even though they made steady progress this year, Saturday's loss highlighted how far they still are from the New Zealand teams. You know, it's a pity to finish like this. I think, you know, uh, I think South Africa rugby as a whole will probably have to reflect a bit, you know, especially this young group. 
you know, they did well this year, but you know, there's still a big step up to be made if we want to compete with the best in the world. And I, and I think you know that's our challenge at the moment. <laughs> Very tough lessons, you know. You uh, obviously the whole year you start building, and I, I suppose in times like this, you know, you you back a certain culture, and uh, this is probably give you give a reason to maybe change up a few things or maybe change the style of play. But you know, I think you know this group has come a long way, um, but I think tonight we realise how far short we are. Berger admits that New Zealand rugby is ahead of Springbok rugby and the challenge for both the national team and super rugby franchises will be how to bridge the gap and make the best out of the way in which rugby is played in the country. Berger believes the lessons can be learnt about how to play the game with limited possession and field position while mixing the running and kicking game to generate points. They know how to play against us. I think there's some of the thing with the Springboks is our challenge. You know, if you look at the game like this, I'm not sure of the stats, but you know, you end up carrying the ball a lot more than they do. Um, they've got limited position, but what they do with the position in the kicking game is they put you under pressure and they don't seem to work for their points, but we seem to work very hard for our couple of tries we scored tonight. So, uh, you know, they, they're just a step ahead of us at the moment. It's frustrating, obviously still being a part of it, but I think tonight for my team, you know, if we learn about the, learn a lot out of this and, you know, maybe look forward and carry cup and try and, you know, change our culture up a bit and try and play a different style, style that suits us or a style that we can compete against them. The 33-year-old Berger will be joining English Premiership club Saracens on a two-year contract and says he has long prepared himself for the emotions that come with leaving Western Province and the Stormers. Berger says he's looking forward to his stint in the UK and he's hoping to learn as much as possible from the championship winning side. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Saracens. You know, I'll be joining the guys a bit sooner than I would have liked. So I'm there in two weeks. Heading across me and the family, so really looking forward to it. You know, the champion team with the champion set up, and I'm going across there to learn and you know, find out what makes them so successful and uh, probably come back to reach a person for it. Yeah, to all my supporters, I mean, uh, what a ride we've had. You know, it was ups, more ups and downs, and thank you for supporting me. Western Province Stormers Rugby, you know, I played here for a long, long time, and it's, uh, it's a sad, sad for a while, but you know, it's fun I've prepared myself for, and uh, I won't change. You know, I'll sit back, have a couple of beers, and reflect. Thank you very much for all the support, guys. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown. And, uh, yeah, incredible, incredible show tonight. Uh, and just what a career from Skulk Berger, uh, wrapping things up after such a long time. Good to see him uh, still playing, though, heading to Saracens, heading north uh, to the UK, where he will play for another two years. Quick cricket update for you, that live cricket that's taking place at Old Trafford. I can tell you that England have wrapped things up against Pakistan Winning the test by 330 runs. Uh, massive, massive victory that after Pakistan was dismissed for 234. Just looking at the bowling figures, uh, pretty much spread all around except Chris Wokes picking up four for 67 in that final innings. Everyone else chipping in. Mo, uh, Mo and Ali with two. Ben Stokes picking up two. James Anderson and Chris Broad picking up one each as well. That's it for the show. Coming up on the other side of seven o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live for Sport. We'll have SAFM Sports Wrap return at 6.30 tomorrow night as well. We'll have more sport for you to Tomorrow on AM Live with Janet Witten. Have yourself a fabulous evening to my entire team in Johannesburg. Thank you very much. From myself, Brad Brown, you have a great evening. It is 7 o'clock. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.